Welcome back to another episode of Jerry and Eric Talk. Today, Jerry and I talk about our favorite comic book shows, and we discuss the good and bad of each of them. It was great talking with Jerry about the storylines and the characters, and we hope you enjoy, so let's jump right in. So, uh, before we get started, uh, how is uh, how's everything in life? Anything new going on? Uh, I'm like I helped my grandfather over the weekend. Okay. You know, just making songs and stuff for different like flowers and plants and whatnot in the uh in the yard. What about you? Anything new? Not much at all. Just trying to get past everything that's going on right now. Uh, we have a we have an election here, so I voted today. Mm, interesting. Yeah, we have a, a local election. That's good. What about uh, do you have any uh, any current recommendations for things for people to watch? Not, uh, not current. Well, yeah, not real, not right now. I'm just watching uh, Stargirl right now, but that's it. Okay, you did see Suicide Squad. Eh? How was that? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that was a good movie. It's pretty good. I've, I heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah. Better than the 2016 version of the movie, though. So, yeah, I, I I went to see that one in theaters, and I really didn't care for it. But uh, I usually like what James Gunn does. So, mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah, I'll see it when it hits one of the streaming sites. I don't. We don't get HBO yeah. Max in Canada, so yeah, because they re- they released it. Uh, simultaneously with theaters and HBO Max, which is why the box office ain't doing, you know, it ain't doing that well. Because not a lot of people went to the theaters. We just watch it for free on HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, at this point, I usually if it's really the same time, I, I'm i more likely just to watch it in the comfort of my house. Yeah, absolutely. I, I finished the first season of Stargirl. Uh, and I just found out last night that Amazon in Canada is re- releasing it weekly, so I can actually watch season two as it as it comes out. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk. Uh, so what we'll do today is go through our... We each made a list of, of our favorite comic book shows, and then I kind of took the rankings for each of us and made a top 10 list. Uh, so we'll go through the list and talk about, you know, our favorite episodes, what we like about the shows, uh, and uh, favorite characters. Uh, so tied for number nine was The Boys and Jessica Jones. Um, so I know The Boys didn't make uh, didn't make your list. Are you are you a fan of of The Boys or have you watched it? I was never really a fan of the comics, so I didn't really care for the series. Yeah, I, I to be honest with you, I did. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of the show. I I love what they did with the with the show. Um, you know, the spin on on having who you think are the superheroes are actually the evil people, the evil characters, most mostly. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're self centered, they're egotistical. You know the you know you watch you watch the pilot and it ends with the Homelander who's like Superman blowing up a plane to protect basically himself. Yep. Yep. Taking right out of the pages of the book, of the comic books. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really like the spin that they do on uh, making uh, making who you think are the good guys the bad guys. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like injustice, but like not injustice in a sense. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, as far as characters, uh, I think Huey is probably my favorite character in the show. I just think, you know, he's fighting for what's right and just trying to, you know, bring bring knowledge to what those people are doing and who they who they really are. Mm-hmm. 
right. Uh, and then for uh, Jessica Jones, that's actually a show I haven't uh, really watched too much. I, I think I watched the first few episodes. Uh, I know I did like David Tennant as Kilgrave. Uh, I thought he was a good casting, but I never really got into into the uh, Netflix Marvel shows. But uh, so I know you put Jessica Jones on your list, ranked fifth. Uh, what do you like about Jessica Jones? Well, I really like the, uh, just the, uh, well, it's really the later seasons. Two and three, really. Uh, the first season was kind of slow, but the second and third seasons were actually pretty good, dealing with um, their adoptive mother, or Jessica dealing with her mother, and Trish slowly uh, going from hero to villain, in a sense. I don't want to spoil it too much for you. You ain't, you ain't, uh, you I, I mean, I'm, yet. I, I'm probably questions. not going to watch it, so don't worry about spoilers. At this point, anybody who wants to watch it probably has watched it. Um, I'm probably not. There's yeah, enough right. shows on that I'm probably not going to go back and watch it. Um, so definitely don't worry about spoilers. Yeah, but Trish essentially went from being like a hero in season two to like a villain by the end of season three. Like she got addicted to uh, the super drug, basically. Cause she wanted to be like Jessica so bad. So who would you say is your favorite character and least favorite, favorite character in the show? Favorite character would would be Trish. Least favorite character would be uh the the attorney lawyer uh what's her name uh, Jerry Hogarth I think it was. Yeah, I didn't really like it. So yeah, those are my uh favorite and least favorite characters. Okay. Is there any reason why the attorney would be your least favorite? Mm-hmm. I mean, she was really, well, okay, I get that she was an attorney, but like she was really slimy with things. Like she would never try to, she, 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 she was really crooked as an attorney. As I call she was a crooked attorney. A crooked attorney? Who ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, the next two, we had a tie on Punisher and Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, Punisher is another one I never got into. Uh, so, what are your? Why did why did you rank Punisher in your top ten? Uh, so you actually had it pretty high. It was fourth on your oh. list. Well, even though it only had one season, it was a really good first. It was really like a good first season. Even before he got his own series, he was pretty good in the Daredevil episode that he was in. Plus, the actor they got for him was pretty much spot on. So it was kind of like, and I love this character in the comics. So it was kind of like a combination of all of that, and the storyline was pretty good as well. He got to rip right out of the books. Him going on the uh, the mission to find the people that murdered his family. So I, I didn't really watch it. Did did that one have any crossovers with the other characters on the Netflix shows? Uh, no, no, because he was the last. He was the last one to get his series, and by the time, but else was already canceled. So, okay, no. So he, he wasn't there. He was. Well, he did have a storyline in Daredevil, he, but nothing in in his own show for a spinoff. Or not spinoff, like crossover. Yeah. Yeah, he had his own. Yeah, he didn't have a, a spinoff in here. Okay. By the time they made it, everything else was already pretty much canceled. And uh, so, uh, what's what's some of your favorite storylines or character? I know it's only one season, so it's hard to talk about favorite storylines because it really doesn't. It really didn't go long enough to have multiple storylines. Yeah, like multiple storylines. It was just basically one big storyline with him hunting or eventually him becoming like fully the Punisher in a sense. Because the final scene in the, in the series was basically him 
fully embracing that that, that Punisher moniker, basically, and killing some criminals. So, who would you say is your you know, based um, on the one season, what's your what's some what what some characters you liked, characters you dis- disliked? Uh, I pretty much loved Frank, and like I said, the guy that played him was pretty much perfect for him. Uh, what was his name? John. I forget his last name, but uh, basically played a good, uh, a perfect Frank in my opinion. And then uh, least favorite character. I don't know. I don't really have a least favorite character in the Punisher. They were all pretty much solid. Okay. They were solid. They were all solid characters in, uh, in their own right. That's fair. Um, so on the other end of the tie for number eight was Legends of Tomorrow, which you didn't have on your list, uh, but I ranked it fourth on mine. Um, well, so, that, yeah, that could like dropped it after like I, I dropped like you did them all after season three it was. Cause I was I was I was gonna get back into it. I tried it, but I tried to get back into it in season four, but it, it was just too much for me. What is it about it that yeah, that made you drop it? it? Um, I think it was mostly because I think that I think around season it, it hit the season four curse where it's just not that good in writing. At least, at least that's what happened with most of the Arrowverse shows, except for Supergirl, which was actually uh, season four was actually better than the previous season. But I think the problem was it just had too many episodes, and it was it was just it just didn't really work. Yeah, see, I think work in a thirteen to fifteen episode range. Yeah, see, I'm I'm actually like for me, season four is one probably one of my favorite seasons of, of the series um i'm fully caught up i actually I, I i love the show i love the the mashup of the characters working together you know taking the uh the side characters from the other shows and letting them all be be heroes in their own right um mm-hmm. uh, as far as characters, most of like, them are gone now yeah i mean i mean and that's to be expected in a show like legends where you know People come and go, different people, you know, different team ups. Uh, you know, I find I find moving people in and out mm-hmm. that actually keeps keeps the show fresh. Um, but I, I, you know, I I, I, lo- I love the spin on you know turning uh, some of the characters that were evil in other shows into into heroes and in, in legends. You know, you got. Uh, Right. Uh, Cap, uh, Captain Cold, and uh, yeah, Captain Cold, yeah, Heat and, Wave. yeah, Captain Cold and Heat Wave. You know, uh, in, in the yeah. Flash, there. I mean, Captain Cold is like one of one of the funnier and interesting nemesis on the Flash, and then he's a hero on Legends of Tomorrow, and you know, sacrifices himself. Mm. Um, and then Heatwave, I know he's leaving the show now, but he like he, he has great character growth from you know just being a guy who wants to just burn things to you know really caring about team. Yep, um, and, and then, something like a family, at least from what I understand, he has a daughter. He has a, he has a daughter now. Yeah, at least from what I understand, because I'm still in the loop, but like I haven't watched. Yeah, and then. The you know when Martin Stein dies, that's probably one of the saddest TV deaths I've I've ever seen. You know when he when he dies in the uh, season three yeah. crossover, you know, that was such an emotional part when he, he sacrifices himself to uh, to save uh, Jax. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just overall I just I, I love it. I love the team ups that that the show can do. Mm-hmm. All right, so next one is the tie for number five. Uh, favorite character would be Firestorm, so Martin and Jax. Um, I just I, I like the, you know, I kind of just got to put them together because they're they you know they go together and make Firestorm, um, but they just they work off each other so well as right. like a, a father son relationship um i i really don't i don't have any relationship with my dad so 
I, I kind of put that into the shows I watch and I just I loved that father son relationship that type of relationship yeah. that that they grew into um, and mm. I think my least favorite would be uh, Nate uh, or like his character Steel um, who was added in season two and I just I mean mm-hmm. he gets better in later seasons but I think he could leave and I would be fine but you don't really care for him yeah he just <laughs> didn't really care for what he what he what he brought to the show um so the the next two was supergirl right. and arrow tied at f- at number five uh, and i do believe both shows made both our lists uh, so Supergirl will go first. Uh, she was number six on my list and number seven on your list. So pretty, pretty close. Uh, so what are uh, what are some yeah. of the uh, storylines, characters you liked about Supergirl? Um. Okay. So I love the season three storyline with Rain. That was a good storyline. Rain was a great storyline. Uh, I think they, I think uh, the Legion, yeah, that was, that was, I think that was their best storyline they ever had, at least in my opinion. But, um, okay, I haven't seen those in season six yet, because that hasn't started yet, but it's, it, it might top that, but right now season three is on top. But um, that's the best storyline, at least in my opinion. My favorite characters, let's see, I have a few. I think it's, it's Kara. I love Sam back in season three. Uh, Imra was cool too, and Wen and Mono were my top, or at least my top five favorites, at least yeah. right oh, now. I I, um, I, I love Wen. I, 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 um, I was I was really sad when when the uh, the actor who plays Wen decided to leave. Jeremy Jordan decided to leave the show. Because mm-hmm. uh, he, he, he at least he'll be back just for a really the good job. Yeah, I think uh, almost everybody's coming back, which is good. Mm-hmm. At least he'll be. Yep. Uh, and I, I yeah, loved Clister Flockhart's Cat uh, Grant. Clister uh, Flockhart was great as Cat Grant. That's the only one. That's the only one that got him back. She won't be back in the finale, which kind of makes me mad. But I was just like, I understand it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I just so I love I my love least the, favorite characters. Okay. Yeah, I love how they they the inter the interpersonal relationships. Like you know, you got Alex and Kara, who great sister sisterly bond throughout the whole series. Uh, I like that they get the the father figure in uh, mm-hmm. in John. Which, and John's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, okay, so after season five, I don't like Lena anymore. I was just, I was just sitting there like, why? Why did they do this? Why did they force her to do? I just didn't like it. I didn't like what they did with her character. And her writing was not that consistent. I was just like, eh. yeah, the Lena's. I think, I think in general, they they dropped the ball on writing the character. Oh yeah, they definitely jumped the ball. Yeah, after season, it was like cause they didn't know what to do with it, and that's part of the problem. They didn't know what to do with it. They didn't know whether to make her go villain, which they if they wanted to go down that right, they should route. They should have did it earlier. Not wait till like I just not wait till 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 late and try to pull the trigger. I, I think they would have been better off just letting her stay. Anyway, I don't think they had to go the villain route. Especially when they brought Lex in. Um, when, yeah. Once they brought Lex in, I don't think they needed. Well, they did it. They need. They well, they didn't really have anything for her to do, though. Really, I mean, they, they, it's like that's the thing. They didn't really have anything. I, I believe they really didn't have anything planned for Lena, and I think just pulled that villain card out out their butts. They were just like, hey, "Yo, I forgot we still had this storyline we've been sitting on forever, so we're gonna just throw it in there." Which is why I didn't hit it as hard. And it was just like, eh. Yeah, they they definitely dropped the ball with the character uh, overall. Um, 
I also I don't love what they did with with uh, Jimmy Olsen. Um, he he was okay in the early seasons. Once they yeah, let him be Guardian, I think it was just they forced him into being forced a character into trying to be a hero or or superhero. Yeah, but I kind of saw it because they wanted to. Because the problem with the Arrowverse shows in general, they try to make everybody a hero because they want the, the main hero to have a, you know, the feel. I'm just like that doesn't work, especially when you got certain characters like Supergirl, like Flash. You can't they, like I understand what they're trying to do because they need to fill in that runtime of like 40 minutes. But like still, it's like you need to figure something. I, I get like, but they're so open. They don't necessarily be a on the field team. You know what I mean? Like they don't really need that. Yeah, like I mean, in the other shows, it kind of makes sense. I mean, Arrow, Arrow, it made sense to have. I know we'll talk about Arrow next because it tied with Supergirl, but Arrow makes sense to have I mean, characters become part of the team. Uh, the Flash, it makes sense because you know they're all part of the particle. And so, the, when the particle uh, particle blew up, uh, they're all yeah, you know they're all there. They all got shocked with it. Yeah. So it made sense that the characters had some powers. Um, I think they. Know. They didn't need Jimmy Olsen to to become yeah, a superhero. But, yeah. Well, then again, he didn't become a superhero until what season four ish or season four, I think it was, or was it season three? I don't remember. But at the time, he had the Legion stuff, which was pretty much wrapping themselves up, which that was a mess. I'm gonna keep it above to you. That was that whole the Legion thing. Even though it was part of my favorite storyline, it was a mess, especially in the back half of season three. That was a mess. They dropped the ball, at least on a few characters, in the back half of season three. Uh, I don't know. I just that Supergirl never really found its footing. I mean, it kind of does. It kind of has its footing now, but like, it hasn't been consistent yet. I mean, I think what helps it now is that they they had an end date for the series that they. I mean, one of the things that hurts middle middle seasons is they don't know when the show is going to end, and they're trying to drag it out as long as possible. And once, I mean, it's the same with the last season of of Arrow. Once you have an end date, you know where you know what you're going towards. You have a final storyline, and you want to just get to yep. the, get to the finish okay. line. We can go in it. Yeah. Even though that that you know they wanted to do a spinoff with Arrow, but that just didn't that just, that just never materialized. So then it kind of it kind of it kind of diminishes that final season in a sense because you were building up all the way to that spinoff, but now since the spinoff not happening, it's like eh. you go back on it, and you're just like yeah, you look at it, and you're yeah, like, eh, we didn't really need all this. Yeah, I mean, if you take out the parts yeah. about trying to push a possible spinoff, it's a good season. It would, oh yeah, it would have been fine. It would have been fine. It would have been perfect. You had the perfect build up to all of or to his demise. It would have been fine. So yeah, Supergirl is kind of you know. Yeah. So all right, it's an all right series. I love the crossovers though with that though. Honestly, my my favorite uh, Supergirl episode is the first crossover with the Flash. It's it's the show that kind of hooked me into it. Uh, oh, yes. it. You know, I watched the first part of season one and it was like, you know, mm-hmm. I enjoy it, but I don't love it. And then it kind of just, once they did the flat, once they did the crossover with the Flash, it, was just, uh... Uh, it really took off. And then season two was really good. Season three was really good. And uh, I... it did, it definitely lost steam in four. I think the back half of season four when it started stumbling. Cause that fir- no, no, no. The first half of season four when they stumbled. The second half when they brought in Lex is when it took off again. And then season five, they kind of stumbled. They kind of dropped the ball on that too. And I was just like, eh. Yeah. And I I've so, liked, I won't say too much about season six, but I I have liked what I've watched of season six so far. But I think it's because they know where they're they know where they have to get to. They have, right. they have, they have a storyline they want to get to, and they know where they're going with the story. So I, I, I do think season six has been really, really good. Yeah, um, so far so, it's been pretty good. I can't wait for the report to come back on the twenty uh, fourth. 
So yeah, the going, the other one back next week, next Tuesday, they're tearing up a. Yeah. So the other show that made our made number five was so Arrow, which was Arrow, Arrow was number three for you and number ten for me. So you definitely like it more than I do. I don't dislike it. Um, I thought it. I think they could have just had a solid six seasons and called it a day. Um, I don't think it needed eight seasons. Oh yeah, they wanted to push it. They wanted to push it to to. to... Yeah, I don't think it needed eight either. But the prison storyline in season seven was good though, so I'll give it that. I'll give it that. I was just like cool with it. But like, I, it definitely stumbled. Season four was bad. Season three was okay. Season five was perfect though, so that's fine. Uh, season six was also a mixed bag. It was like because Arrow had I, the same had the same problem as Supergirl in a way, like it stumbled at points. And I think that's partly to do with having to do longer well, seasons. Yeah, I can still, you know, with you know when you have twenty twenty three episode seasons, there there's you have to have way too much filler. So which exactly. one exactly? Which is why the which is why like the Star Girl and the Supergirl uh, and Supergirl, Superman and Lois format with the thirteen to fifteen type episode, you won't get much filler. Yeah, but you know they're gonna have a full season of Superman and Lois next year. Like they're gonna have twenty three episodes, twenty two episodes, and they're gonna end up dropping the ball. Like you're better off having shorter seasons. Shows with shorter seasons are better because you don't have to have the the filler episodes. The Black Lightning had what? Had I think they won't. They might stick with fifteen. But at least if I was them, I would stick with fifteen. Mm, I don't know. CW. Actually, I, I, I'll, I'll be surprised if season two isn't a full twenty to twenty-three episodes. You know, once they can yeah, start it earlier in the fall. But the upfront I mean, should be. Honestly, if 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 well, COVID didn't happen too. and they didn't if they didn't, de- if they didn't debut if they actually debuted Superman and Lois in the fall like they had originally planned before COVID, it would have had a twenty. This season would have been 20, 20, 23 episodes. Oh yeah, this would have been twenty. It's their top show. Everything would have been twenty two episodes except girl, because that's 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 gonna stick with. Oh yeah, they would have stretched it out. But I think now, I think what they're gonna do now is since they see that it's working, the fifteen episodes and it's doing numbers, and they might they might stick with that fifteen episode format. I don't know. I don't work at the CW, so that's up to them to do. But cause I think because yeah, yeah, I would hope that they stick with the fifteen. But we'll see what they do. We'll see what they decide. So, what would you? Who would you name for your favorite and least favorite characters in Arrow? Okay, favorite characters. It's a tie between Oliver and Thea. They're my favorite two characters, anyway. And then least favorite character. I never really cared for uh for uh Curtis. For Curtis. Okay. Curtis Hall, I think his name was. Yeah. Not really care yeah, Mr. Mr. Terrific. Um, I can I can definitely yeah. agree with uh with with those uh I uh, yeah, I'd I'd probably agree. I like I like Tommy Tommy Merlin. I know he was only a main character in season one, but I liked what he what he brought. I love Diggle. Um I think Diggle would be my favorite character in the show. Uh, and I think my least favorite would actually be Felicity. Um, I liked her least in early character. seasons, but later on, she just she got so annoying in yeah. later yeah. in the later seasons. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. After no, after what they did with what they did with her in season four really made me dislike her character. When she, uh, what was it? When she called out Oliver about not telling her, telling her about. Uh, his son that he just found out about, like yo, yo, like oh, that's not how it works. Can't yeah, be like, mad at him for not he, telling you about the kid that he just found out about. Hey, that doesn't make any. That didn't make any sense to me. I, 
uh, I mean, I can kind of side with her with that. I mean, I know it's not going to happen for me, but if I ever found out I had a kid, I'm pretty sure even if I made a promise not to tell anybody, I would still tell my wife. And and I feel like if, if my wife had a sicker child and she but didn't it, tell me, it was a few, I would it be a few hours, though. It was like... Uh, he held on to that secret longer than... He knew... He knew quite a while before she found out. So, but he, he, but you know, he's the Green Arrow, so you know he can't be going around telling people that they his kids. Yeah, and I got see kids and whatnot, and because you know she also would get yeah, in trouble too. So like, he still should have told. I, I he should have at least told Felicity. Felicity. He could tell so nobody else, movie. but you should. He should have told Felicity. I, I actually side with her on that. Yeah. So who who Fair would you point. say is who do you think is the best villain in Arrow? Oh, that's a good question. That's a really good question. It's out of Slay and Adrian Chase because they're both two top golden villains. But I can't really. I don't know. I, I, I definitely agree with Slade. Um, he, like, they're both, they're uh, Manu both Bennett was an amazing Deathstroke, uh, but it was be I, for for me. It's between Deathstroke and Malcolm. Oh yeah. Uh, Malcolm Merlin was a great villain, and he let. Um, I mean, premises. He, he, you, I mean, he's really only a villain for one season. I mean, Malcolm Merlin and Deathstroke, they go throughout the, the whole series. Mm-hmm. I did like the uh, the twist that they did with Thea. I did like that. I like the twist that they did when, they, that he, when he was act, when she was actually his, uh, his, do- his half-daughter. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, more like had an twist. affair. Yeah. All right. So, uh, number four, uh, we had Smallville, which you didn't put on your list, and it was number one on my list, which is why it was so high in our rankings. I know you haven't watched Smallville, or you just said you watched bits and pieces. Well, I I watched bits and pieces with my mom, and it was just like, to me, I was even okay. I could rewatch it on Hulu if I wanted to. I just haven't yet. I mean, it's ten seasons anyway, so yeah, I'll probably, I mean, I'll probably watch it fully one day. For me, we would—I don't think we would have all the current the comic book shows without Smallville. If there was no Smallville, I don't think we would have the Arrowverse. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because um, I think Smallville I was the show that that proved that you could do a long running comic book show and have it be successful um and honestly it's probably my favorite tv show ever yeah what was it 10 seasons yeah it went 10 seasons i watched it all as it aired um and it's definitely my it's yeah i think i would have to say it's my favorite favorite tv show out of any tv show ever um because it uh it debuted when i was just starting university yeah, because I caught the later seasons. I think I caught. Oh, yeah, I was one at the time. So, you know, I caught it. I think I caught it between the ages of 8 through 11. So, probably them last three seasons, I caught it. So, 7, 8, 9, and 10. It wasn't 8, 9, and 10. Yeah, I know I caught it at the, near the end. And I, I mean, I absolutely loved it from the pilot. I mean, the, the you know, the first so 10 minutes. What was the Doomsday stuff? Uh, Doomsday would have been season eight, I believe, was Doomsday. Pretty sure Doomsday was yep. season eight. That's when I started because that was the one. I, that was what I was. Cause I remember it was. Yeah, because I yeah. caught. Yeah, that's what I started watching because it was the Doomsday stuff. Yeah, but like right from the first episode, you know, it starts off with the, with the asteroids hitting small hitting Smallville. So 
so right you get you get the actions right away you, like you don't even see clark till you know right. 10 minutes and in, into it because it starts with with the asteroid hitting smallville and w- for what brings clark to earth uh, and it just mm-hmm. Uh, I know it, sometimes it's a little hard to rewatch because you got Allison Mack in it, and we all know what happened. What happened to her? Um, so it, it's it's a little tough. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't want to talk about her because Chloe was in the early seasons. Chloe was one of my favorite characters. So she was a, a big part of the series. It, it's it's a little tough when you're you're like, God, you're a horrible person, but I love the character. Yeah, um, uh, but it, I mean, for me, I mean, it's it's similar to the other shows. Like, you really good first three, four seasons, and then you got five, six, seven that weren't that great, and then I I find eight, nine, and ten are good. Uh, so it's the same. I mean, it's very similar it, to it finishes, to the Flash yeah, so where, it's like you got the first couple of good seasons, the Arrowverse in general, it stumbles in the middle. And then, or stumbles for a bit, and then it picks up steam. Hopefully, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about the flash. That that one is. I don't know about that one. I don't know if you're gonna pick up that steam again. I I think it will once it gets to. Uh, he's been stumbling for a while now. I think. I think the flash. See, I have no problem with the flash. I. I mean, yes, it's it stumbles, but you get that with every show that that's long running. You're not going to get a long running show without having some stumbles. But Flash is still one currently one of my one of my favorite episodes, or one of my favorite series. Uh, and and Smallville had like if if you if you ever want to watch some great episodes, season six, watch Justice. Yeah, you know, you get all the you get the Green Arrow, uh, Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, and Superman working all together to stop Lex. Uh, and then you oh, get so, re- so basically the Justice League without Batman and Wonder Woman. That's that's basically what I'm hearing. Pretty much, yes. And and they just couldn't get the rights to you know WB was weird, wouldn't give them the rights to using uh, Batman or Wonder Woman. Ba- Oh no, because you know WB don't want them to use, yeah, for some reason, which is odd. But that's none of our business. I mean, WB is so weird because I don't know what they, they always the TV shows are so good, and I don't. Overall, I can't say I really care about the movies. Overall, like I like some of them. Like I love Man of Steel. Um, I thought Wonder the first Wonder the Woman problem- was good. The first Aquaman was good. I really disliked Batman versus Superman. I think the problem is... I think the problem is is that the problem with the studio, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know where to go because they, they don't know where to go. They, they don't... I, I think now with, I think now with, uh, with uh, James Gunn's success, they might have a direction to go in. I still don't think they do because you, you see every everything I've read about the Flash movie just sounds like a mess. They, I, I definitely think they pushed Justice League too fast. They didn't. Well, it's supposed to be a multiverse movie. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Like they it just they don't anybody. Because the problem was they put so many. Kids. Remember, Batman v Superman was such a mess. Was such a mess because they tried to force everybody in there, and they were just like, "No, nah, no, nah, buddy, that's not how it works." Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons the, the, the MCU works is that they they let it build. They didn't just jump like the first movie's not all of a sudden Batman versus Superman. First movie's Iron Man, and then you got. Uh, Hulk, Thor, Captain America, and then you build into Avengers. Exactly. For for DC, they they rushed Justice League. Like they were just like, no, we want to we want to jump to the big movie now. We're not going to build a world. We're just going to jump no, to the big mo- the big of, moment. Yeah, and part of that was on Snyder. And 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 part of that was on Snyder's part, though. That was his fault too. Oh, absolutely. That was partly his fault. They, he wanted to... 
because I get his plan, but like his plan wasn't. I get, I get his plan, what he wanted to do, but it wasn't going to work. Yeah, like they 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 should have let they they should have let us know who all the people are first before jumping into the big crossovers. I mean, it would have been like, you know, Arrow. I mean, it would have been like trying to do Crisis before debuting the other show. So having Arrow season one and then having Crisis and then debuting Flash. It made no sense. You have no. You have no relationship with the characters yet. You you had to let the characters build themselves in their own exactly. series before you can have. I mean, to me, Crisis. You watch the five episodes of Crisis, and that's a better movie than Justice League. Because you have you have a relationship and love for the characters. Like I, I just think Crisis is you take the five episodes of Crisis yeah. after watching that's everything before it, and that's a better movie than Justice League. League. Pretty much. Pretty much. They they book you that they book you that movie anyway. With the whole they should have if I was them, I would have pushed it back. I wouldn't even have touched it after Snyder when Snyder left because of his daughter. I wouldn't even have touched it. Or just been like, all right, put it on the back burner for now. Let's build everybody else up first. But the problem was they was already halfway through filming, and they was well, they was more than halfway done filming, and then they were just like they didn't really have a choice. It's kind of hog tied. But yeah. Yeah, so uh, next two on our list, uh, tied for number two was Stargirl and The Flash. Uh, so Stargirl was your number one, and it was my number seven. And The Flash was your number six, and Flash was number two on my list. Um, so I, I'm just finished. I just finished season one of Stargirl, but yeah, Flash what, is pretty what, low. What I think. What do you love? Of, why do you love Stargirl? Why is it number one for you? Why do I love Stargirl? I think it's just because I was, uh, well, because I read the comics back in the day. So when I heard they were making a Stargirl series, I was like, okay, let's see how, let's see how close we're going to stick to the books in general. Because I didn't, I, when I first saw the, the teaser and even the promotional photos, I was just like, all right, it caught my attention because I, it was, it was pretty good. And then when that first episode came on, when, when, when that first five minutes with the KSA in general getting defeated by the ISA, I was already invested. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. This is this is good. Then as the season progressed, we got to meet the new JSA. So like Courtney, Yolanda, Beth, Rick, it made me care about the characters, especially Yolanda. I think she's my favorite character in the show anyway. Um, or at least currently right now, she's my favorite character just from like her... Uh, like her storyline alone, like when, like when we first meet Yolanda, it was like, it was like episode four we met her, and it was like she was basically being uh, slut shamed in the school, because Sydney, uh, the one girl Sydney had a uh, leaked her nudes, and I was just like, okay, I can kind of see where this is going, and then with her religious parents, so it's kind of like I kind of understood where her character was coming from, you know what I mean? Like, I understood where she was coming from. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I I definitely enjoyed what awesome. they did with um, with season with season one, and I mean, definitely if they can keep up the quality of it, it I could definitely see it ri- rising up in in shows I enjoy for comic books or just shows in general. I, know, I enjoy. Should... Uh, I I ranked it lower because it's only been one season. Um, so it, well, but I think I, they're going to skip at thirteen. I do. I think it works really well as a thirteen yeah. episode, episode. Um, and honestly, even for shows like 
even if, if with the shows with longer seasons, even if you're gonna have a longer season, just do it as two different, uh, two different uh, uh, storylines. Like do thirteen episodes of one and ten episodes of another story. Uh, I I just think having like with the shows like Flash, Arrow, yeah. Supergirl, having yeah. one long story over twenty three episodes, there's way too much. There's way too much filler and trying to fill out the the episodes. It's what is what. Like you look at shows like, like I, I don't two story arcs where you can really split it in half. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at uh, like a show like Lucifer, um, I don't know if you watched Lucifer, but I love like, season uh, one and two. Season three is almost painful to watch because the storyline is dragged out way too much over. It's like 26 episodes for season three or something like that. And it's just way too long for, for the storyline. And then when Netflix took over in season four and they only had, you know, 10 or 13 episodes season, it it was so much better because you have, it's so much easier to write a storyline in 10, 10 episodes. You got a lot smoother. You don't, you don't have to worry about dragging things out. So I, I really hope that they leave Stargirl with the thirteen episodes. I just think it's it's a good it's a good length for any show, uh, and I love that they're bringing uh, Jay Garrigan it's, in this season. It's looking that it's looking that way. Yes, he'll be in episode nine, I believe, with a with a JSA flashback. Now I'm hoping I'm hoping we get a speedster eventually on Stargirl. I'm hoping. I think we will. I think like one I that's more than just a in season four of the Flash when he was talking about uh, kind of like what they're setting up with Jade. You know, like another legacy character. I need another yeah. legacy character because I remember because they could easily uh, they could easily just say that Jay Garrick had a daughter. And then she eventually, or even a son, and then they eventually find the, uh, the 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 hat, the hat, or the hat. Can you see? Because that's still in the JSA headquarters, I believe. Yeah, uh, his hat, or at least one of his hats. Because I remember back in season four of the Flash, he was saying something about training another speedster, which I don't think they dropped. I hope that they didn't forget about that storyline, because they could easily, they could easily just retcon that. Instead of saying training like a random speedster, they could say it was his daughter or something, and then easily segue that in the solo. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the other show that tied for number two, The Flash. Um, Flash is currently one of my favorite shows on TV. Um, I know a lot of people hate on the later seasons. I I, I love it all. Um, I like that there's moments that are just campy. Uh, I love the family relationship that they have with Joe and Barry. Uh, I love the friend group with Caitlin, Cisco, and Barry. Uh, it just, it, I just, it just brings so much good things into my life. Sucks that. Uh, um, sucks. And I, I still think Reverse Flash sucks is that. one of the even. best villains in any comic book show. Um, what they did with Reverse Flash? Oh, of course. I mean, yes, they kind of overused it, but like, see, first of all, that, that's kind of my problem with it. They just, yeah, they kind of overused it, though, and I'm just like, okay, we kind of expect him now every season now. But I think what they should have done was they should have showed him sporadically. After season one, they should have just, you know, I wouldn't have brought him in season three at all, or season two. I mean, I that's wait. hard because... He's, he's Flash's main. He's Matt, Flash's that main way. villain. And that's going to put him in Earth X Neven. Yeah, that's true. But they kind of didn't really need him, though. You had Doom in season two. You had Savitar in season three. You had the Thinker in season four. That way, you can just leave that. And that's that's also why in the thirteen episodes because you could have easily just had a thirteen episode season two, three, and four. Then you can bring him back in season five and then it would have been fine because we would have been we wouldn't have seen him for a while 
I can see that. I just like the I just like the interactions between Flash and Reverse Flash. I I enjoy it. I think they they work off each other really well. Uh, I think oh, yeah, losing I, I think I losing Tom Cavanaugh from the show is going to be. I think it's going to hurt the show in season eight. Same with losing Cisco. It's gonna, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna hurt. But I think they're gonna, they're gonna. I think what they're gonna do, or at least what I'm hoping they're gonna do for the finale, is take us back to that very first. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna bring him. They're gonna bring Tom Cavanaugh back. They're gonna bring him back regardless. They're gonna bring him back as Reverse Flash, and they're gonna do the thing that was set up all the way back in the first episode with his the disappearance of his mom, kind of, and, and bring it full circle. We haven't gone back to. Uh, to his mother death in a while with the original or the original timeline flash that we call him the original timeline flash that fight between him and reverse flash takes him all the way back to his mother's death yeah and he takes his younger self out the house it is that when i'm hoping for the final episode of the series like, that uh that final episode of season here. one i cried so much when sense. When he shows his mom who he who he is, but doesn't save her, decides not to not to save her because he realizes that he went yeah. back. He realizes he went back, saved himself, but never got you know he couldn't save his mother. Um, that one hits so hard, and then the the episode when he goes in, yeah. into the, the the runaway dinosaur when he uh, he goes in and spends time with his mother. To, to get his powers back like that just hits so you know episodes like that just hits so hard of course but but it de- there's definitely moments that um just some of the moments definitely drag which like we said earlier it's just that's what happens when you have to have we have to talk seasons. about yeah, I think twenty-three episodes every season is like okay, we're gonna get a drag eventually. Yeah, because I mean, the and middle part I'm of the season, you know, you, you got the first, you got the first part of the season that sets the, the sets the conflict, and then you got the middle episodes that you have to kind of just drag through, and then you got the last r- run to the ending. Um, I think season two did it the best. Yeah, I mean, um, I was fine with because the, with the, I hope they do more with Killer Frost, though. More as a villain, you mean, or more? Yeah, I can see that. I just need more Killer Frost in general. They're not gonna make her a villain, at least. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna turn her black into a villain. They're not gonna do that. No, I don't think they're gonna do that. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense to do that. That kind of be making a retcon. Yeah, I, I know. I, I don't, with Cisco leaving, I don't see Caitlyn because all that development, point, somewhat development to deal with it. So before we yeah, jump into the number one on our list, because uh, they wanted to, because I get that they kind of. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So before we jump into number one, uh, what uh, would you I say? Yeah, I was. What... Um, uh, I don't think that with Cisco leaving, I don't think they're going to turn. No, they'll they'll leave her as part of the team. I don't. I mean, maybe for an yeah, episode or two, but they, it definitely won't be a long-running story for Caitlyn being turning evil. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they they yeah, cause they split. Remember, they got their body split now. So it's like you got Caitlyn and Killer Frost. Yeah, so we'll see what they do. So, what would you say is your favorite of the crossovers? That's a good question. I really did love Elseworlds. That was a good crossover. I like that. That was a good one. Duet, though. I think Duet is my favorite, though. The mini crossover between the second mini crossover between Flash and Supergirl. I think. 
for a single episode duet duet was my favorite as, as a single single crossover um, crisis is my favorite crossover event yeah but for a whole i think that i think that elseworlds was the best one yes crisis is the, well okay it doesn't really necessarily hold up well like especially them last couple episodes, it really don't hold up well anymore because of all the El- changes and stuff. So it's kind of like, eh. yeah, El- Elseworlds kinda, was good for the for the first episode too, like, like when it, they though. when they switched powers. Uh, I think Crisis of Infinite Earths is my favorite of the crossover events, and I yeah. actually I I think I like Crisis of Earth X more than I like. Elseworlds. Yeah, I can understand that. And I'm really interested to see what they're going to do for the start of season eight because they're, be they're supposed to have that huge event to start season eight, the five five episode event. So I'm interested to see what they're what they're going to do to start Flash season yeah. eight with their well, with I huge know, event. I already know Supergirl won't be a part of it. I already know she ain't. Well, we don't know that for sure. She can come back for one for one episode. Uh, Supergirl won't be a part of it. Yeah, I know. I'm she, just joking. I think she. I think her character. No, 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 no. But she already left Vancouver. She already left them. Yeah, no. Well, I was just joking. I know. I know she's. I know she's not going. What, what the set photos are saying. I think her character is going into the future. Um, I do think they'll. I know. I feel like they're gonna fit Black Lightning into yeah. it. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see Black Knight, Black Lightning in the season eight crossover. He's definitely, I think, going to be there. Um, I mean, they'll probably work in Superman. I would like to see them fit in. Superman I would like to see them. Uh, I would like to see them fit in uh, Star Girl. Uh, but. You know, I, I'm I'm definitely interested to see what they're going to do with that. Hopefully, I want to see them fit that in. Like, I don't know. We don't because I know Stargirl films in Atlanta. So yeah, but it's only a plane ride. I don't Black know. Lightning I don't know. Filmed. Yeah. Black Lightning filled in, filled in, filled uh, filmed in Atlanta sure. as well, didn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They want. In Atlanta. Yes. So they could have that plane ride over there when they had, when they were filming for Crisis. He got that plane ride over there. So they're going to bring in the Stargirl character, at least just Stargirl. They could easily have call up a brick and have her come over to uh, Vancouver. I mean, if they want to do it, they can, they'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, they can just. But yeah, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see what they what they do with the yeah, season eight. eight. They know. They know what they're doing. All right, so number one on our list um, was Superman and Lois, uh, which was number two on your list, number three on my list. Uh, I know it's. I mean, they haven't even I mean, finished what? season yeah, one yet, but it's just season one has just been amazing. Um, I mean, you, it's it's a perfect mix of comic book and family drama. Yeah, their, their last episode is tonight. Yeah, their last episode is tonight. But like, it's just been so exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just so perfectly well together. It was like, what more could you ask for? They don't have no bad characters. Well, yeah, and I think and, well, no, Kyle, Kyle was kind of unlikable, but he's straight his act up in the last few episodes, so it's kind of fine now. But like. The storylines, the storylines are so well written. It's hard to nitpick about Superman. Yeah, it's it's hard to nitpick. It's just the doing it in fifteen episodes was was a good choice, and I really hope they stick to the short seasons. I just think it allows them to tell a very streamlined streamlined story. They they don't have to go off the you know do filler stuff to 
drag out the story. I just think exactly. Fifteen seasons is the perfect length. Fifteen episodes. Um, the the cast yeah, is great. Fifteen the, episodes uh, is perfect. Okay, yeah, the show goes wild. It's a it's a great Thanks. cast. The 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 two sons are. I thought I think they're easily see it going like ten seasons. Uh, I don't know ten. Like I, I, I find okay. most shows are good if they can, you know, yes. anywhere, anywhere, you know, four, five, six seasons. Uh, I mean, once you, I mean, you look at like even Smallville. That's one of my favorite shows. It went ten seasons. And... I don't know, but there's so much. Lo- I don't know, but that's the thing with that's the thing with Superman, though. It had its moments where it stumbled. Yeah, I, I just think. But I don't know. Dude. Superman just has such a deep lore. It's like you could really just pull out anything really from the Superman mythos. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. It just the longer a show gets, the you're, you're gonna get seasons that no, they just aren't as good. Because you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get yeah. moments where. You have to go down to like the sea level. But it's just so, sea level I mean, characters. True. But even then, even then, Superman, Super level villains are pretty good, though. So it's like, well, okay. I know most of the storyline, or I know most of, or some of Superman's storyline were used up in Supergirl, which was another problem I had with it, because it was using way too many. Uh, Superman uh, villains. I think the only villain that was hers, at least in the comic books, was Rain. I think that was mostly because I don't think they they had any intention I'm of hoping, doing a Superman show, especially with the movies. John this one day, as luck. Uh, I don't think there was any intention of do of doing a Superman show when they sure. were using the characters. Oh, but then with the whole. Because he only when they brought super they brought Superman in the first episode of season two and then he didn't show back up till like he was in like the first few episodes of season two, then he came in for the finale and then he didn't show up till like season four Elseworlds crossover. Yeah, so they kind of used him sporadically. Yeah, but I think one of the things I I liked about small because I remember was... when they first cast it. Uh, Tyler Hoechlin as Superman. I, I I think he's a perfect casting. What were you saying about Smallville? I was saying, you know, one of the things I loved about the early oh, yeah. seasons of Smallville is you, Lex grows from, you know, being the best friend to being the villain. Um, and, you know, he's really the villain of the first six, seven seasons. I mean, you do have, you know, some. Yes, they do have other villains mm-hmm. tied in, but it really all comes down to Clark versus Lex. Yeah. And I don't know if they can do that with Superman and Lois, especially with how much they used Lex and Supergirl. Yeah, of course. Because that's what they. Cause... Um, and I think what they did with. I don't know. What we'll did... see what they do. I think they can figure it out. I think. I think... Honestly, I think they would have been better off not having Lex and just having Lena be the the background villain for Supergirl. What were you saying? I think they would have been better off not having Lex at all in Supergirl and using Lena as the background villain. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. I was like, because they said it. Exactly. Exactly. Because they they were setting it up perfectly. But then they dropped the ball on it. And I was like, what are y'all doing? Honestly, I think it's the the people who want the super corp relationship that ruined it. I understand that she was a fan favorite, but come on, it was right there. People, I mean, Lex is a fan favorite too, but it didn't stop them from letting him be a villain. That's cool. that like, and, and when when he becomes the villain, that's when 
you know, that's know. When it really becomes good. Watching, you know, I still saying. think, I still think Michael Rosenblum is the best version of Lex. Exactly, and plus, they, they, nobody can change what, my nobody can change my mind that he's the best version of Lex. Oh, of course, because that's what I really thought they were going for when when they brought Lena. Right, as good as John Cryer is as Lex, he's just not on Michael Rosenbaum level. Oh yeah, no, I know nothing against John Cryer. He's he's an amazing Lex as well. Supergirl in Supergirl when they first brought Lena in. And honestly, yeah, the, the only because it was all right there in their laps, and it was yeah. kind of setting up like that. I think by season that argument they had in. I think the the only version of Lex I didn't like was Kevin Spacey yeah, from I, from I, Superman Returns. Kevin Spacey was a horrible Lex Luthor. Batman vs Superman Lex. Oh. Yeah, uh, uh, Kevin Spacey. He was he was Lex in Superman uh, yeah, Returns. Right. But, uh, what's his name? That guy from from Batman vs Superman ain't too far behind, you know. Eh. I'm I'm okay with it, but overall, it's. Yeah, he's definitely on the weaker end, but he's de- he's still better than uh, than Kevin Spacey. I just I don't think they used Lex properly in in the movies. Yeah, it kind of made Kevin Spacey Lex a goof. All right, so that's yeah, that's our really bad. Yeah, so that's our yeah, top ten. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain books. It. But uh, thanks for joining me, Jerry. Uh, another fun discussion, uh, especially when we got into the shows that we both actually watch. No problem. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get together soon for another episode. <laughs> All right, talk to you later, man. Thanks for joining us today as we talked about our favorite comic book shows. Be sure to follow the podcast at Jerry and Eric one on Twitter. And we thank you for joining us today and we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and see you next week.